0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Silva Shop, where we talk anything and everything sports. I'm your host, Anthony Silva, and today will be a baseball podcast, Bay Area baseball, to be exact, as the San Francisco Giants and Oakland A's will be squaring off against one another very soon. We're going to get into their bullpens, their lineups, and also even their starting pitching and see how that will affair this season, and even some hot takes and predictions as who knows? You never know what can happen in these small 60-game seasons. But it's a baseball-filled podcast. And then finally, of course, our shot of the week will be our final segment. So get ready for another episode of the Silva Shot, where we talk anything and everything sports. Welcome, Chasers, to another episode of the Silva Shot. I'm your host, Anthony Silva. Great to have you joining us. And the Giants are back. The A's are back. Baseball is just back. It's very exciting, honestly. The Giants are back on the 20th in terms of a game as they're going to play the Oakland A's in an expedition. And then the Giants kick off their season versus the Dodgers on the 23rd. And the A's will play the next day on the 24th of July this month against the Los Angeles Angels. So with that being in mind, I was like, hey, why don't we dive into maybe how each team is affaring, and maybe give some opinions on how I feel and maybe how the season will go, because both teams are heading in different directions. The Giants are in rebuild mode, it seems like, and then, of course, the A's are firing on all cylinders and have a lot of young talent that's ready to show what they can do. So with that in mind, I said, hey, baseball's back. Let's go into the meat of it and see what's going on with both of our Bay Area squads. We'll start off with top bullpen rankings. The Giants are ranked 25th on some surveys. Now, the best that I saw was 18, and the worst that I saw was 28th. and then I saw some ones in between. So we put the average out. It rounded to about 25. So out of 30 teams, they're sitting at 25. And under manager Gabe Kapler... It's going to be more of an audition. That's what I said in the beginning, and that's what a lot of other articles said. Three of the six pitchers who pitched over 35 innings for the San Francisco Giants are gone. Reyes Maranta is hurt, and to me, he wasn't a bad pitcher. While I was working games for NBC Sports Bay Area, Um, I would hear guys talking and see what they say. And then I would also watch all the games. So I was in there watching from the first inning all the way to the last out for Giants games usually were the ones that I was assigned to compared to the A's who were winning. But that was okay. I liked baseball anyway. But, you know, last year, yeah, his record's three and seven. That doesn't really give him the respect. His ERA was under three. And in his, you know, in his bullpen work, he pitched about 56 innings. He did a good job. I thought he was just fine. Obviously, he's hurt right now and hopefully he'll be back soon. But anyway, losing him is a big deal. And then losing Will Smith is also a big deal who had 34 saves last season. And that was pretty much one of the bright spots for the Giants bullpen. The Giants bullpen actually wasn't terrible. It really wasn't. A lot of people I heard say, oh, you know, Giants, they sucked last year. Well, well, no. Well, duh. Yeah. I mean, they didn't have a great year, but to say that they sucked, I just don't think that really does justice. They had some bright spots in their season. They just couldn't put it all together, and that is okay. Sometimes you have seasons that are frustrating, but when you lose these weapons, it concerns me where they're going to get that extra workload. Who's going to step up and make those big-time saves or get big-time outs? A guy who I think personally is going to have a great season is Tyler Rogers. He's 29 years old, and... Although his sample size was relatively small, he had an ERA just above one at 1.02, which is solid, but it was only in about 17 innings of work. So yeah, that's pretty small. I think if he could come in, that sidearm guy, he can throw off hitters, and if he could just piggyback off what he did, even if his ERA doubled, (laughs) that's just a tad above two. I'll still take that. Any coach would take that. Now... Of course, your bullpen is only as good as it is managed. Uh, Managing a bullpen is just as important as anything in baseball. It's really what makes coaches great, and that's how they get their paychecks. But I've read multiple articles that people are not sure how Gabe Kapler can run a bullpen. And I guess we'll find out. I really have mixed emotions about that, but I guess it really depends. We'll see. But I honestly believe that Tyler Rogers could be a big bright spot this year for the Giants bullpen due to the fact that this season's 60 games, right? So a lot of guys who are trying to prove themselves or get off to hot starts are going to be rewarded next year. And maybe that won't be fair for some because the younger players who play well, it's like, hey, this guy's good, but it's only 60 games. But hey, I batted three or whatever, and of course, sustaining that in a 162-game season is why baseball is so great, and that's why many people appreciate it. Because like, yeah, anything, anybody, any athlete could do it for 30 games or or 40, even. But what about 162? Can you bat 300 all throughout the season? That's what makes it great. But this pitching is gonna have to step it up. Trevor got Tony Watson. Also, uh, more pitchers for the Giants who had ERAs above four last year. And, I I mean, I don't really have to tell you, but last year offense was very difficult for the San Francisco Giants. And when you have guys with an ERA above four, it's a problem. Now, if these pitchers were playing for the Yankees and you have an ERA at four, maybe it's bad because when you got Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez smacking dingers everywhere, it's not a big deal. But when you're with the Giants who have had games where they've lost 1 to nothing. I've worked multiple games where I'm at I'm you know I'm watching the game, I'm studying the game and helping out throughout the day at work and I was watching and what do you know, the game 0-0 and the Giants lose 1 to nothing. That's that's frustrating. I used to always get pissed off cuz it's like finish the game, you're right there, your pitching did it, your bullpen sustained it, they had a great outing, but you can't score runs. So Hey, when you have an ERA above four, hopefully that's not the case with these two guys. But just saying, it's a lot of interesting parts and question marks for the San Francisco Giants bullpen. But to be honest, if I were to rank their bullpen, I would rank it mid-tier. I would go more 16th. I think is a little disrespectful just because of the season they had. And yeah, they lost Will Smith, I get it. But when Reyes Maranta comes back, who's solid, I think he's gonna have a good year and even Tyler Rogers, who to me is going to be the bright spot of the Giants' bullpen. So I'm calling it now, and if I get it wrong, then hey, um, I'm sorry. (laughs) But now, switching to the other side of the bridge, the Oakland Athletics. Their ranking ranged big time. At the best, it was second on multiple articles from ESPN, MLB, Um, CBS Sports, I went through about five different ones. The top was second, which is pretty sensational. And the worst was more of the 12 range and 13 range, but that was very low. And then other ones were eighth. So I went with that average, and their bullpen is top 10 in baseball. I don't think that's a reach at all. Um, Personally, I think it's top five, but let's get into it. The last year, that season, The A's actually were one of the top bullpens in blowing saves and blowing opportunities to win games. But their bullpen was solid, though. Liam Hendricks is sensational. I I cannot... First off, he's a funny guy. He's actually really funny. His accent and everything about him, he's very upbeat all the time. And his accent makes his conversations very interesting. Like You want to listen to him talk more. And he's a great guy from the videos that I've saw and working in NBC Sports Bay Area. A lot of people love his attitude. And even in interviews, he's not bad. He's going to get you a good, humorous interview. But if we talk about his pitching, geez louise, he posted that 1.8 ERA, 25 saves. And let's not talk about his heater. He's got gas. That cannon of his is always working. He can hit the high 90s to 100 mile per hour fastball. He's got that nasty 80 plus mile per hour slider. I mean, geez, Louise, if you guys watch the highlights on that, not even highlights, you can just look, I guess now highlights, but games that you see, even the pitches that missed outside or were balls, it's like, geez, man, I the movement on it is so ridiculous and makes you like wonder Jeez, like the slider there was one highlight i forgot who it was against um the astros or whoever um the houston cheaters yes but the slider started off way outside and then just sn- bang it snapped right back in and kissed the outside of the plate and he rang them up i mean his stuff is just absolutely filthy disgusting enrichment i mean good god uh, clean up on aisle 16 which is his jersey number but anyway So, Yuzmero Petit is also pretty good. I've always liked him. Yes, I remember he had some bumps on the road. He'd give up some home runs and, and, you know, get pissed off and stuff. But his ERA is under three. 2.7 ERA. He's a veteran pitcher. And then even Jake Diekman, who's another veteran pitcher. He's 33 years old. And if you haven't seen this man pitch, geez, 97-mile-per-hour fastball. And similar to Liam Hendricks, his slider mid-80s to even... I've even seen it hit 87. When I saw it hit 87, I was like, oh, man, this is just disgusting. I mean, if I'm at the plate and it's like an 0-2 count and I just get a nasty slider that goes from one... Like, it'll go... It'll just burn all the way inside and I'm jammed up and I swing and... Oh, man, it's it's disgusting. The pitching on the A's, they touch, to me, all the bases in the bullpen. And I think that's why they're going to win a lot of games. And it's funny because a lot of people give, um, they talk some shit about Bob Melvin, which sometimes his decisions are pretty questionable at times, and it costs the team games. But overall, he wins. Obviously, he needs to win in the playoffs if he wants to be known as a top-tier coach. But other than that, the articles that I've read, and even a little different from what I believe, but they said they praise Bob Melvin. And they think he's a pretty good manager and knows how to manage a bullpen. Now, I don't quite agree with that. Let's just say that. I think, and I've had multiple conversations about this where I just say, yeah, I agree. If we had a situation where Bob Melvin and Bruce Bochy switched, if Bruce Bochy went to the A's and he had that bullpen, I think that they would go to the World Series. I don't know if they would win it, but I think they would go to it because Bruce Bochy knows how to use a bullpen to set them up, you know, for big games. But as for a team that I think has the best bullpen in the league, are you ready? The San Diego Padres. Kirby Yates is nasty okay that's one he had 41 saves and then Emilio Pagan yes I'm trying to work on my accent a little bit but this guy's filthy as well I mean last year he just put up 96 strikeouts ERA above uh, 2.25 but I mean this guy is just disgusting Uh, his stuff I mean the Padres bullpen to me is going to be I wouldn't say surprising because the expectations are already pretty high. But the fact that, you know, they're building their team up and I think they're going to have a solid year. And especially in these short seasons, man, I'm telling you, it's going to be tough. Okay, now switching topics to this lineups of both teams. And well, like I said, two different sides of the spectrum. The A's were ranked five. They usually did top 10 lineups. They didn't go exactly into everyone, but I'm interested to even get to the Giants one because I have a few things to say about that. But A's being ranked 5 is amazing. I mean, Marcus Simeon, you know, this guy can get on base. He's a good leadoff hitter. He's going to get the job done, and he's solid, solid shortstop. Um, I mean, the A's really, I think, have the complete lineup. Matt Chapman, do I really need to... you you get the gist, yeah. He's solid, man. And Matt Olson, this duo combined for seventy two home runs. Jeez Louise! Matt Olson was batting two sixty seven last year. He had ninety one RBIs. I mean, Matt Olson, he's solid. He's a solid first baseman. He he's even got the size. He's six I mean, that's a tall dude. And then Matt Chapman, he batted a little lower, two fifty uh two forty nine, excuse me. But he also had 91 ribbies so they had the same home runs and the same rbis 72 home runs combined and then 182 rbis combined these guys will hit you in if you're on base and to me that's the meat of that lineup and let's not forget about chris davis he didn't have a great year um he struggled he's more of a guy you're either getting a home run or you're getting a strikeout now I think in this 60-game season, I think he'll go off to a decent start. I could see him batting in the 250s and maybe in about 60 games getting about, uh, well, honestly, I think he can get about 18 home runs in 60 games. I think he's pretty solid where he can have a comeback year. His average may not be the prettiest. It may be like a 218 or 220, but he's going to get you those 18 jacks. That's my prediction. And that's a big reason why the A's lineup is so freaking good (laughs) because of those four guys right there not disrespecting the other people in the lineup but I'm just saying with Olsen and Chapman and and hopefully Chris Davis can have a resurgence that meat of that lineup is going to play a big deal when we get deeper into the season as for the Giants they were just ranked really high whether it was last almost or unranked they would only show the 10 and then they just show the bottom I saw the Giants are ranked about 27th, and that's where exactly I'd put them, maybe a little higher. I think 27th is a little too disrespectful, in my opinion. But before I get into what I really want to say, I really like Mike Yastrzemski. He is a solid baseball player. You have no problems with him at all. This is a guy last year who came in. He's bad. He you know, did his job. Let's put it that way. He had over 350 at-bats, so he had a sample size to be like, okay, let's see how good he is over some time. Um, He had 100 hits. He batted 272. He had 21 homers and 55 RBIs, and his on-base percentage was 334. I mean, what else could you ask for? He got on base when it mattered and when he needed to, and that was one of the bright spots for the Giants. Um, Every time I saw Ustremski go to the plate and bat, I enjoyed it he would not strike out easy. He's fighting foul balls off. He's working. And maybe that's also to prove that he wants to stay up on the show and say, hey, I, I, I'm an everyday starter. I can compete. I can do this and that. To me, he earned it. There's no question about it. He should be the guy. He was one of the only bright spots on the Giants lineup where I was super excited outside of, you know, of course, Buster Posey earned his stay and everything. But Jastrzemski, to me, solid. I think he's one of one of the good hitters on the Giants. And I think he's going to really have a better year because of the 60 game season. And I could see him batting in the two high 80s. Um... Um, maybe like 288 289 I could definitely see that maybe about five home runs not really super powerful but I think he's gonna get honestly I would even say three home runs but he's gonna get your RBI he's gonna get on base for you he's gonna have good wheels on the bags I, I think he's a solid player but finally Gabe Kapler we want Joey Bart Wh- what the hell are you doing man let okay I'm gonna, I don't want to go on a rant, but it's I'm pretty pissed off about that when I read everything about this. Are you freaking kidding me? Gabe Kapler said, okay, we, more development will serve Joey well. Well, Gabe, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but the AA and A are no longer here this year. Okay, that's the problem. So, Obviously, with Joey Bart, he has never played above AA, and I get that. He's young. He's 23 years old. Um, they don't want to ruin his confidence, but, I mean, dude, what are you kidding me? If they call you up to the big leagues, one, I'm sure he'll be nervous, but he'll be excited, and I watched highlights. I remember going to games when Buster Posey was in the A, and then he moved up. He was solid. He'd get you those opposite field home runs, but he was a good hitter. You know, he'd get you those singles or those doubles. It's a little bit different with Joey Bart. This man has power. And can you imagine the signs that are going to be everywhere? Joey Bart. Bart is going to pay this man big time to be on all these freaking billboards. <laughs> Joey Bart. It's just perfect. It's It could not be any better for the Bay Area that his last name is Bart. I mean, are you kidding me, man? They, Kepler wants him to develop. Let me just ask you this, Gabe. Do you want him to play a 60-game season where he's playing against the cream of the crop and he's going to be able to evaluate where he's at and say, man, okay, I got I to work on this because they're going to expose me down here. Or do you want him to practice in Sacramento against players, no offense, because I'm sure those other players work hard as well, but other players that he is pretty much better than already. Because even Evan Longoria quoted, um, he got quoted in an interview saying, hey, Joey, he's he's solid, man. He's the real deal. He, th- he thinks he can make a big impact on the show and for the Giants. So where are the rewards? Are you freaking kidding me? This is going to... There's no harm in putting Joey Bart into the situation. Buster Posey, I get it, you know, he adopted twins and he wants to be with them for the family's safety. I get that, I respect that. Buster Posey has every right to do that. He's a MLB superstar and one of the best catchers of all time, in my opinion. But Joey Bart needs to be up there. These highlights are absolutely ridiculous. If you go on YouTube and you look up Joey Bart, I mean, first off, this guy's big, man. He can he gets in that plate, and he's powerful. This guy hits home runs. He's extremely powerful. And in terms of defense, I there's recent videos on Twitter and everything. Joey Bart has a cannon. If you're running, he's going to get you. There was a video, I think it was two days ago, uh, Mike Ostremsky was trying to steal second, who's a pretty relatively fast runner, and he got it, and he flinged it, and he threw him out. Easy. Brandon Crawford slapped the tag, and bam, inning over. But he needs some respect, and you're just not going to get development like that if you don't throw him into the fire. You just got to be supportive as a coach, tell him the expectations, and put him out there. 60 games, is that's not long. Give him an opportunity so you see the sample size, and you may be surprised. Because to me, from what I've saw, I get he's young, but These are unfamiliar times, and you need to be unique in unfamiliar times. Your team's not a favorite. You have nothing to lose. He could come out of this and be like, man, we got a star. Like Buster Posey when he came out of the blue. Not out of the blue, but, you know, he worked his way up. But this could be one of those unique situations where Joey Bart says, hey, hey, I get an opportunity to play 60 games with the best players in the league, and then he shows up, and next thing you know, the Giants are – um, coming for a wild card spot like whoa Joey Bart lifts the Giants and maybe that could cause Posey to move permanently to first base which could make his career last longer and then you have a young catcher and then you can keep your superstar in Buster Posey just my opinion I do not agree though with having him stay In the um, Sacramento, wherever he was practicing at, to me, of course, he's gonna get better, but it's not gonna be as fast as him playing a 60 game season. Now, if you ask me, I hate to say it, Giants fans, the top lineup in baseball are the LA Dodgers. I mean, even if you hate them, I understand if you say the Yankees or even the Twins, but I, I just think it's the Dodgers. I mean, Corey Seager. Cody Bellinger, geez louise, an NL MVP, Mookie Betts, another MVP, and Justin Turner, two MVPs in the lineup, and these guys are good, obviously, on both sides of the field. Defensively, offensively, they can do it, and man, the Dodgers are just stacked. I would be Wow, even though it's a 60-game season, this is a team that should win a championship, honestly. they are If they blow it this year, I'm just not sure, man, because they're equipped to win right now, and I think that's why they're making these big moves. They, they know it, and they got to get it done, but that's the best lineup in baseball, in my opinion. When you have Seager, who sometimes is overlooked, and he's such a solid player, but, I mean, oh, man, ridiculous lineup, and that's why the Dodgers, to me, are going to own the NL West. And that's why they're going to uh, make a playoff run. Now, will they win? I don't know. I have them going to the World Series against either the Yankees or the A's. So that's my opinion. I've been saying it from the beginning. And that is that. Next, we have the top starting pitching staffs in baseball. The Giants are ranked 28th. and, And I saw the best. They were ranked 18th. But... I, I, a lot of these things I don't agree with. Check this out. Like, I've read multiple articles that said Johnny Cueto, he missed the past two years and he's old. He's no longer that solid. Eh, I guess that's valid. A little rough, but valid. Jeff Samarja, mid 30s, old, not good. Okay. Logan Webb, in eight starts, had an ERA above five. Okay. That's not good. <laughs> Drew Smiley, had an ERA above six. Above six. They were going to town on this man. And then, of course, losing Madison Bumgardner and all of these different things equal a disaster for the San Francisco Giants. And like I said, it's an audition. That's what a lot of people are saying. Oh, this is an audition. I, I don't believe that. I think Johnny Cueto is going to come back and have a solid year. He missed the past two years. His body's going to be fresh. And even Jeff Samarja... But especially Johnny Cueto because, you know, battled injuries and now he's back. And it's 60 games. He'll be able to bounce back really quick and people forget his nasty stuff. I I just don't think that the respect is there for these guys. Jeff Samarja, different story. I've seen games where he's gotten bombed. And then I've seen games where he's settled in and pitched a pretty good outing. But I think Johnny Cueto is going to have a solid year in a 60-game season. And he's going to benefit it from a lot. And, you know, stay healthy, hopefully, within those few months of baseball. As for Logan Webb and and Drew Smiley, Drew Smiley, to me, is not a bad pitcher. I just think he's had a pretty rough time. He's about a, in his career, he is about a 500 pitcher. You know, you're not really going to get much out of that. He's 31 years old. At this point, you pretty much know what you're going to get, right? He, He got completely... You know, last year was a bad year. He had 21 starts. He pitched 114 innings. Yeah, he struck out 120 guys, but he got bombed and, and you know, playing for Philadelphia. So hopefully going to the Giants is kind of a reset button for him and maybe going. in his career is ERAs above four, but I just think he had a bad year and he could benefit from a small season. But if the Giants want to make any type of run, obviously Cueto and Samarja got to do their thing, which I think they will, but they got to get something from Logan Webb or Drew Smiley. If they don't do that, um, yeah, it's going to be a take care for them and they're going to have an early season because Madison Bumgarner is no longer there. As for the A's, they are top 10. They have a top 10 pitching staff. Sean Manaya, nasty. Frankie Montaz, nasty. These pitchers are great. He has great movement on his pitches. If you see his two-seam fastball, it just cuts in so nice. He's got a great curveball. I, he's a off-speed guy. And, and not to mention, he throws that mid-90s fastball as well. Oh, man, he's good. I, multiple games and, and highlights. I remember a particular game when he played I believe it was against the Angels and he you know he got Mike Trout and it's just geez man he's got nasty stuff even against the Astros he struck out some quality hitters that's my point and that slider he, he has that like I said mid-90s fastball where he can get you and he's solid he's gonna have a great year and then of course Jesus Lazardo, this guy is gonna be a star um he has the stuff he's got the heat in the minor leagues he he gave up 89 hits in 109 innings that's ridiculous his fastball's 98 miles an hour about it can even hit 99 he's got the heat for sure but his stuff's nasty man when he debuted against the astros they just could not hit this dude and um you know he's from peru he's got that peru background you know, he's got a little flavor, man. His pitches have flavor. If his pitches were a dish, that'd be number one seller in the Oakland Coliseum. Um, But this guy's really good. And Lazardo's going to be the ace, man. He's the future of the A's. The A's better sign this guy after he has a dominant year this year, because he's going to be a big part of them going to the World Series, uh, which is my hot take, I guess you could say. But if that's not enough for you here, I got another one. AJ Puck. Hey, you see that guy walking around. You think he's a. Ba- um, you think he's more than a baseball player. You think he's a basketball player. This guy stands at six seven. He's a monster lefty, and he throws gas. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it's just funny when I was watching interviews with them and being around, you know, staff at NBC and everything. The environment in the A's locker room is great. They're all united. Even Mike Fires, who's the you know the veteran of the team, and he is surgical when he pitches, but he's going to have a solid year. And even Chris Bassett, this this starting lineup, I mean, this starting pitching staff for the Oakland A's, this rotation is awesome. And it's going to really benefit later in the year when these guys stay as one. Anytime you have great pitchers and they all like each other and they all get along, you're going to have a winning formula. And they did these funny rapid-fire questions, and they asked all the pitchers, like, hey, who has – The nastiest stuff. And you know who most of those pitchers said? I think nearly all of them said it. Was they said, Jesus Lazardo has the nastiest stuff. So, (laughs) and all these pitchers are good, but they're not afraid to give that light on other teammates. Very, very giving. They're not selfish. I see they laugh together. They make fun of each other. That to me is a sign of winning, in my personal opinion. And this is a pretty interesting take as well with, you know, with A.J. Puck and Lazardo. They, you know, they were being compared to the Moneyball A's when they came up with Mark Mulder and Barry Zito. Wow. Two lefties coming up dominated. Oh, man. Oh, I don't want to get anyone too excited, but that's pretty damn exciting when you hear those comparisons. So uh, we'll see what A.J. Puck and Lazardo and, you know, of course, Sean Manai, who I like a lot as well, The A's were ranked eighth. I'm going to say fifth. I think they're a top five pitching staff, and they're going to only go higher when this season progresses. Even number one, it all depends. But my number one are the L.A. Dodgers. I'm sorry, Giants fans. I got to say it. You have a nasty team in Walker Bueller, who Pedro Martinez even compared himself to, and he said, hey, in the beginning of my career, this guy has nastier stuff than I do. He said that. Martinez gave a lot of praise for Walker Bueller comparing himself to him. And, hey, i I'm just saying anytime one of the greatest pitchers of all time compares your skills to his, something's clicking. And don't forget about Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, he's getting older, but he's still solid. But, honestly, I think Walker Bueller is the future of the A's. And, and we know David Price is gone, but someone's going to step up. And I think that pitcher is going to be Ross Stripling. I think there's an opportunity that every player has to step up and make some noise. Anytime you have a chance to replace a pitcher like David Price, you have to make sure you pick the right guy. And it's hard. You know, David Price is solid. He's a Cy Young winner, he could do it all, but you know, last year, you know, Ross Stripling, he he started in 15 games. He's 4 and 4 last year. He had an ERA 3.5 almost ERA in 90 innings pitched. I think he's going to step up and show what he can do. And I think he's going to have a year to remember. 60 games. Like I said, a lot can happen. And guys are going to earn their hooks. In other words, those guys that, you know, the nail on the board when you know they're not falling off, like Clayton Kershaw has like nails on his picture. He's not going anywhere, right? Ross Stripling, a guy who has a chance, you know, he's played for the Dodgers. He's had had a good career so far, but he has a chance to elevate it. And have his picture pinned on that wall where it's like, hey, we're not trading. This guy's a Dodger. You know what I mean? There's guys you know, the pins on the picture. They're not going anywhere. And I think Ross Stripling has a chance to be one of them. So I hope you enjoyed my takes. That's what I think. I think the Giants are going to finish in this 60 game season. I think they're going to go. 33 and 27 I think with that combination they're going to have an average year and they're going to be a tad over 500 maybe that is a little optimistic but I think with Cueto and Samarja they will have a 33 win season obviously I don't think that's going to result in the playoffs but an above 500 season under Gabe Kapler as for Bob Melvin and the Oakland A's I am taking a forty. One and 19 season I think the A's will make the playoffs of course and make a run for the World Series but I think they're going to go 41 and 19 and baseball's back and it's going to be crazy so buckle up because this is not the last podcast where we're going to talk about all baseball and coming up is our shot of the week it's going to be quick but it's still going to be a good one we'll be right back what's up sports fans i'm cooper searles and i'm los angeles dodger pitcher ross stripling i might be the seventh best starting pitcher on the squad but i am definitely got the best podcast in the locker room yeah i don't play professional baseball but my motto is big swings only that's why we have guests like clayton kershaw cj mccullum and cody bellinger so check out a new episode every wednesday on apple pod spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts we'll see you there swingers Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're going to have our shot of the week. And you know what? I think this is a week where we need to give it to all our listeners. And even my brother who's helping me promote the podcast and everything. And I wanted to say that I really appreciate that. And for those listening. So all of you, including myself, who I had a killer workout, I'm trying to get in shape. So I've been been boxing and everything on my back is killing me. It's sore as hell. I feel like an old man. But everyone gets a shot of the week this week. I want to say thank you for listening. And next week, there is a plan to have a guest who is an amazing draw, but he's also a sports guy. And I think it's going to be a great interview that you'd want to listen to. Um, but I want to say, as always, thank you for listening to The Silva Shot, where we talk anything and everything sports. Next week's going to be a juicy one. So I'll see you later, Chasers, and have a great weekend.